Welcome back, everybody, to this episode of Dice and Consequences. The Curse of Strahd, Episode 2, Part 2, The Contact. Where we last left our heroes, they had just made contact with Aragorn and had accepted the Vistani's invitation for merriment and celebration. Our heroes have just arrived at the Vistani camp, where music plays, and our party follows Aragal into the midst of the Vistani camp. But uh, he'll go ahead and uh, approach the wagon, uh, the wagon ring. There's a uh, just one entrance uh, on the, the roadside uh, to the uh, wheel of wagons that he enters inside. Wait, so he went into the wagon circle? Yes. Okay. Uh, we'll follow him. Okay. Yeah, inside are all sorts of folks. Uh, the mirroring music is playing. Uh, people are laughing. And uh, all around are similarly uh, dressed people to Aragal, though perhaps uh, not as well armed. Uh, these folks, uh, young and old, uh, all in bright colors of calico. I see. Uh, drinks are being passed around, and Aragal already goes about uh, talking to the fellows here. A big uh, barrel-chested man approaches you with a, a grin. He says, Ah, foreigners. Welcome. What brings you here? I see that no good scoundrel Aragol brought you. Yes. Don't happen Indeed. to be bandits, are you? Certainly not, good sir. I'm a man of God. Does he often bring bandits? Ah, yes. Though he's a good family friend. Uh, we thought he was... A bit of a... How do I put this delicately? A man of... Bendable morals. You could say that. Though, he holds very high ranking here, so do not speak so poorly about Aragorn to everyone. Most of the camp likes him very much. But, welcome. Perhaps a drink you would like. None for me, thanks. This is special Aragorn, or sorry, Vistani tea. Get my words mixed up sometime. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, I would wonder what Aragal tea would be. That would be a very interesting, very interesting beverage. I would not take a drink from Aragal. <laughs> <laughs> what type of blend would that be? <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't drink. After a glass. Yeah. Uh, you take a, a, a cup uh, from a, a small porcelain glass with uh, nice flower designs on the side. Uh, when you take a, a, a drink from it, you're going to go ahead and gain... Mmm, delicious! Mmm, very hearty! Warm! <laughs> Good for the road, this. Did you bring any tales, travelers? It is our currency here in camp. Hard to purchase anything without them. My stories, I suppose. I do not know if you would like to hear them, though. Or perhaps you are musicians. I am not a musician, but I do have enjoyment for games. If you'd wish to play. A game? We do yeah. love games, too. Let's see it. Okay, um, I'm going to pull... Uh, I'm going to reach into my satchel, and I'm going to pull out either my deck of... My, both my deck of cards and my, I guess, chess set. Okay. And... Um, I do enjoy both of these. And I'm going to go ahead and put the cards down uh, and flip out the board and say, Shall we have a game then, sir? Yes, right away. So I will go and find a, I guess, a stump or someplace to put this 
Sure. Uh, they have several tables and chairs set up around this ring. What is the rest of the party trying to do here? Uh, I'm going to look for people playing dice. I'd like to watch. Mm. Yeah, there's a, a couple old-looking gamblers, uh, gray hairs, uh, that are uh, kind of penned off on the side, and they eye they eye you warily, and they say, Ooh, one of those cheats, Halfling? Oh, no. Fair and square. Always even. Uh, one of them nods and says, you get the next round, then. Sounds good. And uh, what else is everyone else up to? I would like to see um, and look around. If Is this the area that we're going to be spending the night? Or does it seem that way? Uh, they may allow you. Oh, okay. Um, I haven't really asked. I wasn't like... <laughs> I wasn't sure how far along in the day it was, or... It's, it's about midday, about noon. Okay, we still got plenty of plenty of the day. Um, is there anything interesting around? Yeah, uh, all sorts of folks are are talking at the moment. Aragal is about to let off another firecracker, though this one up into the sky. Uh, he has a uh, a young woman uh, like grabbing tightly around around his waist. Uh, all these uh, folk have all sorts of stuff going on. A great big band of Estani are going right now. Uh, there's two uh, armed Vistani currently guarding a, uh, a door to a wagon. Uh, a One of the most fine wagons in here. Uh, and it's not part of the outside ring. Uh, this one is kind of part of the inside itself, uh, flecked with uh, gold and stars on the outside. Um, oh, wait, I'm not there. Never mind. Um... Are there any Vistani, uh, like, next to me that I can ask what that, uh, what's going on with that wagon? Yeah. Uh, you, you kind of pull aside a woman, uh, dancing, and you, uh, give her an, uh, an ask, and she says, Ah, that is the Rani's wagon. The fortune teller. Very famous he is. Fortune teller's wagon. Ah, I see. And how, how does this fortune teller come to know these fortunes? Why? She can see the future, you see. Her name is Magdalena. Not as fine as Madame Eva, but very good, nonetheless. Magdalena, and she tells the fortune. So, may I wonder, would I be able to go ask her how she does it? She may tell you, though you may need to trade. And what would she take and trade? A tale. I don't know if I have really too many of those. You know, I am a level one character. <laughs> so... <laughs> um, but but what of the, the guards? They will let you in if the Rani believes it to be safe. She is to be protected at any cost. I said, uh, and why is she to be protected? She's our leader, of course. She... Huh? is the one that is able to control the travel ways. Take us to other planes. To other planes? Yes, like our homeland. Yes, how does she control the travel between planes? Nobody knows. Only fortune tellers have these secrets. Mm. All right. And Aragal, uh, of course. Fortune tellers and Aragal. So he you do not, not know how Aragal knows, but he is skilled in this magic. Alrighty, well, I'm gonna mull that over for a minute. Okay. 
Um, I while I'm playing my my game of chess with uh, uh, one of these men, I'm going to ask him. <clears throat> so, where did you learn to play the king's game? Uh, when I was a young boy. Oh no, that's not his voice. When I was a young boy, back in no. uh, some twenty years since. Twenty years since you look remarkably good for twenty years. I think. Now, uh, as I'm as I'm making moves, um, our mutual friend has spoke of your master, uh, Master Strad uh, von Zarovich. Now, who is he? I have never heard of such a lord. He gives you a in all the kingdoms of heaven a grim look, but he uh, uh, takes a look around. And he says, "Do not speak his name so eagerly, friend. If you truly wish to know more." Speak to Arani. She's the fortune teller who dwells in that magnificent wagon there. But do keep your voice down when you speak of him. So, but certainly you could give me something other than he is your master. He gives you a, a look and says, the Iskani have no master. Can I give a persuasion check to try to get him to, to talk to me a little more? Uh, sure. What do you say to get him to talk more? Uh, so first I, I say... Uh, I, I do, of course. I do not wish to infringe on your customs or make uh, make light of your situation, good sir. I just, I am a foreigner in this land, and I simply wish to know more about you, your culture, your people, and you, of course. And this man seems to be, well, quite intertwined with the people. All right, go ahead and take a roll. All right, come on, baby. Are you fucking kidding me? All I can say is he's in grave need of help. <sighs> Very well. I will take you at your word. Uh, who is this fortune teller lady? A uh, woman, I should say. Madam Magdalena. A very fine future seeker. And is she the matriarch? That is correct of our people. Very well. Perhaps I will pay her a visit. And checkmate. <laughs> he throws up his hands and says, You distracted me. An underhanded trick. <laughs> oh, all is fair in love and war, my good friend. Ah, it was a good game, nonetheless. As I shall we play again? Clear the clear the table. He takes a he takes a look around and says, "From this talk we've had, I uh, may need to make myself scarce for a bit. Do keep your head out of trouble now. I will keep my nose out of it. Thank you for the game. I shake his hand and." do up my uh my board sure with good old yelbert uh yelbert could you make me some luck checks three of them let's see how you fare against these vistani just roll me some d20s but yeah uh you you're able to go ahead and uh, get some gold out of these uh older fellows much to their disgrace uh and you're able to get uh 17 gold coins from them He's racking it up. <laughs> I do have an actual dice set too, um, bonus too. Oh, you could have you could have used that. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Could have plus four skill to it. In the future. Uh, what's uh, anyone else like to be up to something at the moment? Um, I'm kind of feeling like I want to approach the 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 steer. The uh, fortune teller's wagon. Yes. Is anyone else coming with? 
I will um I will go ahead and join you as well, seeing as I have just heard I heard of him. I heard of her. Anthony will be coming with you guys. He's interested. So uh, I suppose we uh, walk in there. Uh, so who is all going in? Everyone or everyone minus Yelbert? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna tell him I'm gonna hang back. So we approach the wagon. Yeah, uh, you approach the wagon. The two guards outside uh, give you grim looks, and one of them says something, uh, but one of them stops themselves, and they simply open the door behind them for you to enter. I I stop and go. Was there something you wished to say, good sir? The Rani already said what needs to be said. Go on ahead. Uh, the Rani is, uh, they're, they're speaking of the fortune teller. Uh, everyone goes in, steps on in. Uh, it's three steps up into the uh, the wagon. And it's a, uh, it's large enough for you all to sit uh, inside. Uh, there's a table with uh, several symbols painted upon it, along with uh, some light candles. An ancient looking woman sits on the far side. Uh, there's a small uh, fire pit that sits on the table, uh, which floats above a crystal ball. Madame Magdalena? She gives you a nod and says, come and close the door. Very well, good good, madam, and I shut the, uh, shut the door behind us. You are in grave danger, you know. Yes, I sensed that danger the moment we locked eyes with uh, our benevolent host. Uh, I know why you've come. You wish to go to Barovia, and I can open the gate for you there. Though I warn you, Aragal seeks to end your life. I guessed as much. Madam, we are in search of a holy symbol to stop the cursed affliction that runs rampant through our lands. I have no doubt you've heard of it. Yes. And it can aid you this. I do not know of where it is particularly. But Madam Eva, the finest fortune teller of all the Vistani, rests at the Ser Pool in Barovia. You merely need to follow the main road to her encampment. But the way is somewhat perilous, and I have something else I must ask of you. Uh, she uh, uh, takes a small bottle off of a shelf next to her and uh, uncorks it with her teeth and uh, takes, uh, fills her mouth with it and it spits into the fire pit and it immediately lights in a green fire. The fire uh, dances and sways and a dark shape appears in the bond in the fire's core we come from an ancient land a land of kings long forgotten and our enemies forced us from our homes and now we wander forever on the road fire takes uh, a shape of a form of a man being knocked from his horse a spear piercing his side one night a wounded soldier staggered into our camp and collapsed and we nursed his terrible injury and quenched his thirst with wine. He survived, and when we asked him who he was, he wouldn't say. All he wanted was to return home. We were deep in the land of our enemies, and we took him as one of our own and followed him back towards his homeland. His enemies hunted him. They said he was a prince, yet we did not give him up, 
even when their assassins fell upon us like wolves. In the fire itself, you see the dark figure standing with, the, with his sword drawn, fighting off a grand host of shadowy shapes. This man of royal blood fought to protect us. As we protected him, we bore him safely to his home, and he thanked us. He said, I owe you my life. Stay as long as you wish. Leave when you choose, and know you always be safe here. Uh, the fire, uh, the figure in the dancing fire vanquishes a finally foe, uh, his final foe, and the green fire disperses into smoke and embers. A curse has befallen our noble prince, however, turning him into a tyrant. And we alone have the power to leave his domain. And we, I must ask you now, to put an end to his curse and put his troubled soul to rest. Though Madame Eva can help you further. The prince of question, the, the one you speak of, he is the one that is cursed? A lord now, yes. A dark lord. A dark lord, you say? Indeed. In what way? He is oft cruel, murderous. But you must speak to Madame Eva for further. You must flee immediately. Take any road you wish. From here, the gate is open, and you will find yourself there. So no matter where we go, we will be in your lands? That is correct. Have we now been taken from our own land? Not at the moment. Do you have a map, by chance? I do. And she'll uh, pass you a map of Barovia. Thank you very much. You will be entering in from the eastern gates. Once we leave, once we leave this place, there's no going back, is there? Not until you are successful. Your artifact you look for be a grand help in this, and we'll be able to save your people from this disease. And Madam Eva is our key to that? Indeed. She's very wise. I look and uh, I just kind of kind of make peace and go, very well. Do you have a fortune for us, my lady? Nothing else I can give you now. My power drifts away as Aragor attempts to usurp. He has slowly taken my power from me. How has he done so? I do not know. He has went far away and has returned much stronger than anyone of, any one of us could have imagined. I believe he must be a personal lieutenant to our long lost. That would explain the strength. That would explain the guile. And of course, his Wonderful charm. Very well. Shall we be off then, lads and lasses? Yes, we must collect our friend outside before we leave. Do take care of most. Thank you. Is there any way we may help you maintain your power while we are gone? Only, I believe, if Erikal is defeated, but I do not believe I have much time left. Stay strong, Madame Magdalena. I will try. 
For what it's worth, I will offer you absolution. If there's anything you wish to confess before God. Mm-hmm. Nothing I would like to. So be it. May whatever passage you find be warm and free. As a, you guys a, I begin to depart. Your boy is outside playing his dice. Could you give me three more dice rolls? It's your boy. With your dice set. Yeah, you're able to make uh, eight more gold coins as the, uh, the, the old man uh, Vistani is just red-faced and furious as the other one cackles madly. <laughs> I know. And I, I, I grab him on the shoulder and say, Come, Yelbert, it is time for us to be scarce. Oh, okay. It was good playing with you, gentlemen. <laughs> he says, Damn, halfling sheets. <laughs> as you guys are departing, you hear Argo, Argo yell, and he says, Where are you going? Leaving so soon? Yes, my good man. Unfortunately, we've made rather merry, and we must unfortunately depart. We have other pastures to attend to. That's hardly in good faith, sir. Surely you want to wrong me by leaving like this. Spend the night, please. I I do appreciate your hospitality and your allowing of us to take some of your, uh, for our good friend to take some of the hard-earned gold from your gambling men. But unfortunately, we have other places we must be, and I do pray that you understand. That I mean, and of course, we mean no offense to you and your people. You have been nothing but hospital. He gives you a, a, a grin again. He says, well, I'm sure the roads will have us meet once again. Perhaps even sooner than we would imagine. I have no doubt by the end of these travels that we will meet again, my friend. Hopefully, as friends. Good deep. And uh, with that, I, uh, we, I turn and continue on our way. I was worried there for a sec. I was a little bit... Oh, I have no doubt we will see him again, which is why I, you know, said what I said. Oh, of course, I just wanted to make sure he would let us leave. Yeah, I thought that's what's happening. I've I've yeah. assumed we have shuffled off the Afro-Eurasian continent. Perhaps. Uh, could I get to go ahead and get a roll as you guys move? Oh yeah, sorry, sorry about twelve. Sure. I rolled a twelve. You guys notice uh, that the tree line uh, before uh, slowly begins to start changing into a a great pine forest, much different than the uh, area you in before, and it's uh, very thick. And I could assume we were in the new land, right? Yeah. A faint thi- uh, a, a faint mist uh, kind of rolls over, uh, and the the sky itself becomes very cloudy. And where would we be on this map? Uh, so the east, right over here. Oh, okay. What's really funny is like I have a marker like all the way to like the northwest, and I was like, why am I there? Oh, because your little thing keeps popping up on places. Well, no, but I think it's not just me. This, wow, what's the scale on this map? Each uh, hex is a quarter mile. Oh, boy, that's a big one. Okay, and then we just have to follow the main road, and then we'll be able to find the other fortune teller, right? So we're about three and a quarter miles from the uh, from this town. Each hex like. is about a hour's travel. Is it still midday? Uh, I believe it's evening now. I mean, we we were. Yeah, it's 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 sometime in the evening now. Okay. Are we rolling? Yes. 
Okay, so should I make a roll? Yep. Okay. That would be uh, a 17. Every time uh, you do a roll, you can move the token up. Uh, hex. And that was a 17? I have, I have something about to happen here because you rolled a 17. Oops. Yeah, so, random encounters. Yeah, you come across a dead body laying on the side of the road. Uh, it's missing half of it, its bottom half, and its entrails leaked out onto the ground, just laying about. The top half of it of the man lays strewn, uh, but his arms uh, are clutched, uh, have something clutched above him. Uh, wait, his, he has something clutched above him? And his hands. Okay. Um... I'm going to approach. So does, it obviously looks like he's been ripped apart, right? That's right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to. Uh, so what is he? What is he clutching in his hand? Actually, I'm going to let Yelbert go ahead and search him because I'm going to get this guy some rights here. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go ahead and uh, search him. Sure. Uh, he seems to only have the clothes on his back, uh, and this simple silver necklace in his hands. Take the silver necklace. Uh, what what was it? Was that what was clutched in his hand? That's right. Okay. Uh, can I do a, a, a sleight of hand check uh, to, to see if I can take it without the other the rest of the group seeing? Sure. Uh, let's see. We have a classic rogue here. This man's, I think, homeless. He had nothing really on him but his clothes. You do realize I saw you take the necklace. <laughs> the, the the necklace. Oh oh. It, it, the necklace? This is, a, this is a, Oh, is that what this is? Yes, it is a thing that... It is a piece of jewelry that gets put around someone's neck. Hmm. Well, keep it for safekeeping in case it's something else. Yes, perhaps... Perhaps it should go around your neck as I throttle you with it. Well, that's, I'm not really into that, but uh, maybe the one there, the lady is back there. How... How dare you defile the dead? Clearly, this man has been ripped apart by some dastardly creature. And you feel that it is necessary to pick up the pieces of the dead? No, I'm just uh, keep giving it off of me. It's needed anymore. I could, I could use it. I like little things. And I, I was going to say, can I grab? I was going to grab his arm and hold it, uh, hold like my, my dagger out in front of it and go. Do you understand what happens to those who are thieves? Did, did, did you want the item? No. Oh, it, was, it was his item? I, I drop his hand and I just whisper to him so only he can hear. I say, I just sincerely hope I do not catch you at it again. Yes? Why well, uh, would I steal? I think this is hardly the time to be threatening each other, gentlemen. Uh, who is that? Uh, Anthony. Right. Wait. He came with us, yes? That's right. Or is this a surprise that he's here? Because <laughs> I don't remember him. He was hanging out. There you go. Just quietly following. Yes, of course. Right. I just imagine just like like in the very back, just slowly trailing the group. Wait, did he want to stay in the village? <laughs> and, well, he came with us the whole time, well, it looks like. So, Anthony, um, I, I asked, I was like, can you clearly, uh, can you tell us more of what killed this? It looked like some sort of beast. Something very large, I would imagine. With a, <laughs> it's going to sound weird, with a medicine check, um, like a successful medicine check, be able to tell what killed him? 
I mean, obviously it was torn apart, right? But if we could see that, or would that be more nature? Uh, do a survival check. Survival works too. Let's see. Yeah, so definitely <laughs> I torn would say, apart. Let's see. Definitely torn apart. <laughs> My, what is going on with these rolls? By Lord. Now it's a dead body. I just I want I want everybody I want everybody listening to know I have not outside of combat rolled anything higher than a ten this entire time. All of my checks have been garbage. <laughs> I I I if 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 I had these dice physically I would be putting them in dice jail by now. This is ridiculous. All right, I'll put my soapbox away. Uh, no, yeah, so uh, obviously I can't tell. I, I could barely tell he's been torn apart now. Uh, all right, I, I don't think there's anything more we can find with this body. Shall we continue? All right. You know, can I make the roll this time? That's a good idea. Okay, let's see here. <laughs> Stays under. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all, right. all right, there's an eight. All right. Uh, up all ahead, right. Uh, you approach a set of large gates. Uh, is there anybody manning the gates? Like, are they, are they, uh, they're closed, yes? Uh, yes. Uh, you wouldn't say, like, anyone could really patrol the top of these. Uh, but the fog spills out, uh, like, atop these gates and out of the forest. Uh, and these two, uh, are, excuse me, on both sides of the road are stone, or high stone buttresses that loom in the fog. And the huge iron gates hang on the stonework itself. On either side are two headless statues of armed guardians that flank the gates. Their heads are lying among the weeds at their feet, and they greet you only with silence. Much bigger than I was imagining. <laughs> Very impressive. Very impressive indeed. Certainly nothing, nothing like anywhere, anywhere in the world that I know of. It's hard to climb. These very large gates. Um, so what what should we do here, guys? I could try to climb it. It is a bit high, but I I do have the, the ability. Just uh, slowly approach. As you approach, the uh, two massive doors uh, begin opening up. Uh, a massive creaking as they pull open. Ah, they were expecting us. I do not like that. The easy way is not always the best way, but... I think we should probably proceed. Yes, very well. All right. You go ahead and proceed between the two massive gates. Uh, As you pass through, uh, the gates go ahead and close behind you. Well, I do not believe that there are any ways out other than forward. As you guys are looking about... The towering trees, uh, whose tops are lost in the, the heavy gray mist, uh, block out all but a death gray light, even uh, tighter than the ones that, even just before the gate, the tree trunks are unnaturally close to one another, and the woods have a silence of a forgotten grave. Well, that's a bit ominous, and certainly there's no way we could fit between these trees. Well, whomever has set this trap... Looks like we're in it. Uh, are the, the trees, do they take over the road? Is that what you're saying? 
They don't take over the road, but they press okay. uh, they press in close to the road itself. Oh, okay. Very well. Well, they said that uh, Madam Eva would be at the end of the main road, so we should journey on. Thirteen. That's the highest roll I've gotten outside of combat. <laughs> keep them low. Keep them low. That's ten. And eight. Uh, here, uh, as you were passing down the road, everyone can smell a sort of uh, smoke on the air, very similar to the, the smoke that you smelt in the Vistani. The man who I had my game of chess with did tell me that this woman was, uh, Madame Magdalena was the, uh, what did she say, the Pathfinder? Um, I suppose it's just semantics at this point. Um, but she was the one that led them through uh, to these lands, so I can assume that this is uh, another Vistani camp on the way. Let's hope we don't find another... Uh, let's hope we do not find another beguiling friend in Arakal there. And we don't see any, like, camps along the road or in front of not us? Not immediately. Though you can imagine just, around a bend in the trees, the thick forest that you can't see through, yeah. something may be awaiting yeah. you. Well, I do have eyes, eyes of the dark, but that won't help us here. I thought I had uh, the shadow step thing, but I don't get that until the next. Uh, I don't get that until I think the next level or two. Never mind. Let's keep going. Um, no, no one has passed without trace or anything, right? I don't. Um, I, I don't think that the, I don't think a paladin, no, I, I'm the only spellcaster, right? Or no, you're a cleric, but you're a light cleric, so you wouldn't have passed without trace. Right, you don't have any spells at level one either. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, okay, great. Uh, let's continue on then, shall we? Should we, uh, consider sneaking around the bend, or? I don't really know if there's anything for us to hide. I mean, we can we can roll stealth, I suppose. I just don't know what good it'll do. Yeah. But I think right, we should stealth. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to stealth real quick. Stealth is always best. All right, there's a sixteen. Sixteen for me. Okay. Yeah, that's not bad with a plus zero, you know. Oh my goodness, a plus six on that. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I'm very stealthy. Nineteen. For me. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Gerilyn cuts seven. down the trees. Antony was pretty sneaky too, actually. Oh my goodness. Yeah, look at that. It, it's my armor. It kind of like clanks a little bit, I guess. I don't know. Clank, clank, bang, bang, ding, ding, bing, bing. Uh, while the rest of the party kind of creeps by, Gerilyn uh, kind of stumbles forward. Gerilyn, uh, you're the first one coming out. So you see a, uh, a camp ahead. Uh, looks like it's just being set up, like they just got here, basically. Uh, you see about, uh, maybe 15 Vistani men, uh, well-armed ones, too. Sitting on a stump, uh, cleaning a long blade is Aragol. Oh, man. He gives you a grin when he sees you. I, I walk up to Aragol and greet him with a hearty hello. Ah. Now... Why was everyone leaving so soon, my good friend? Well, this is as fast as we could get here, and it seems you could beat us, so we might as well be on our way, yeah? Be on your way? Uh, the uh, other Vistani men uh, kind of crowd in uh, around uh, you and Aragal. Why don't you all come here? Can he see all of us? No, only uh, 
uh, Yelbert and Yearlin. All right. Well, I guess I should approach since where did the rest of little buddy go off to? Didn't have the stomach for the journey, perhaps. I thought they were. I don't know. He's gonna make an insight check. <laughs> oh no. See how good you are at lying. Or make a deception check. Either way works. I'm probably not that great. Let's see. Wow. Oh, oh I'm great. Hmm. Very well, then. I don't imagine you'll make it long by yourselves here in Barovia, but I believe there's in some lies spread about me. I have nothing of ill wish towards you. I really hope for the best for you, though I will be waiting here for... Any other passes by? If your companions do get brave enough to pass by, okay, uh, we we'll keep that in mind. So we we're not able to pass by him with our stealth checks. You could try through the woods. That sounds like a bad idea. Nah, I'm 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 gonna step out. Yeah, and uh, go. Well met, my friend. Well met. There they are. <laughs> ah, good. You're all here. Well, I I see as you have not murdered our friends outright that you have no ill will towards us. Ill will? I have no ill will against you folk. Though my master might. I gandered as much. Have you ever heard of dwarf bile? A sort of mushroom. No. It's a mushroom that the dwarves used to eat. Very populous around these lands. If served right, it makes a very fine poison to put on a blade. And if prepared improperly? It makes a good meal. I see. Now, since you're all here, what is your monster's name there? Monster? Uh, Antony uh, kind of steps up and says, I am Antony. Oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't think he was going to come out of hiding. Oh, no, since you guys did, he followed you. Oh, okay. Tanae is no monster. Is he uh, useful to you? I do not know yet. He has not. Well, I mean, we saw him on the road. We have not been traveling for very long. He did well, help me. I will aid you if you kill him. No, thank you. No. How much? <laughs> Yelbert. I give, I give a, a just a shot look at, at Yelbert going, hold your tongue. Why? Is he? I thought you... Said he was no worth to you. He's just something to be dismissed. Just kill him real quick. No. All life is sacred. I'll sweeten the pot. Uh, and the, the Vistani men kind of pushing a little bit more. Either you kill him, or we take all your things. Anthony kind of gives you all a, a scared look. And how would you do that? Well, either we... <laughs> Beat you in submission and take it, or you hand it over. Can I, can I try to persuade Anthony that this is a good idea? What, to die? Oh <laughs> yes. What would you like to say to him? So basically, like, I'm going to uh, explain to him that, like, it's for the, like, he doesn't really have anyone right now. It's a party's best intentions. You know, like, this is, he's, he has a lot of ill, like, bad things going forward. Like, he might just help us all if, if he just agrees to this, because they're probably going to kill us. They're probably going to kill him. If anything, he's saving us. And I just kind of argue this. Can I get a persuasion attempt? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to persuade this <laughs> guy to die? <laughs> There's, There's no way. What? 
What kind of Naruto Takno Jitsu is this bullshit? It's probably not okay. No, I don't think he's gonna fall. You are sick, you know that. <laughs> um I'm sorry to have put you in this predicament with my presence at all. I will not kill him. I it is against my it is against my code. No, we will not kill someone who has been only nice to us. He helped me, but he's good in my book. I don't want to kill him. All your things are worth this much. Yes. To someone who has shown that he can heal a party, yes. Certainly. I won't believe it. Violence is taken only as the last resort. This place will change you. Hand him over, then. Everything. Um. No? What do you mean, no? Oh no. No need to know. Don't <laughs> don't push it. Roll for consent. <laughs> Roll for consent. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean no? No means no. <laughs> no is a full sentence. <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought this was 1520, not 2020. What is this? Oh my goodness. Uh, I just want to speak with him real quick and go, Now, certainly, certainly, our items are not worth your trouble. Well, you see, do you want to know why I do? I want you to suffer. I want you all to suffer. But certainly isn't being trapped in another land, be against your will, far away from anything you've ever known. You walked yourselves in here. Oh, we didn't walk ourselves in here. We had no choice. And you know that as well as we do. He shrugs. Then I'll kill him myself, then, if you don't have the stomach for it. How about this? May I offer offer a game of chance instead? A game of chance? For his life? We win... And you leave us be, and we will speak no longer of this. Or you win, and you may choose. How about we sweeten the pot a bit? I'll give you a a fine item if you win. And if I win, he dies, and I get all your... Um... I I just want to say I I I voted to kill the guy. <laughs> and I would like to say I'm not entirely comfortable in wagering on someone's life. Yeah. So I'm going to pull out. Um, I, I ask what what item would it be? He shrugs. Anything I could muster real quick. Well, our halfling there is a betting man. <laughs> Perhaps we should drink on it then. And I'm going to take uh, one of my flasks with holy water in it. And I'm going to pour a bit of it into uh, a cup and hand one to him and take one myself. And, and uh, I say, um, we'll go sans the item if you go with our original bargain and drink to it. He shrugs his vodka then, and he'll take a drink of it. Just water. Okay, so so the holy water doesn't do anything to him. That's right. Okay, I take a shot. I, I take the take the drink. Okay, that's all I wanted to know. Very well. 
Uh, now we have. I I will pull up my my cards, my chess, and my and his dice. And uh, I look at the I look at the halfling and go, "All right, Gilbert, you have your chance now to win something of substance." Well, dice dice is the game I know best, so I'm sticking to my lucky dice. Very well. All right. So we all know how the, we all know how the game goes, then. Yes. That's right. Very well. And you will be, and you will keep your word. You've drunk on it. I'm not one to lie. Well, perhaps well. I am. Okay. Can I get? Uh, I, I I'm gonna try one last insight <laughs> check. All right. Do you really need to make an insight check to know that our goal is a bastard? <laughs> no, I know. I just need to know if he's got like, look, look we, 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 made, we made a deal. Obviously, I don't expect him to, to, you know, to honor the deal. But, you know, it's worth something, at least. He's not going to honor the deal. You don't need an insight check. It's OK. Or maybe he will. Maybe he will. Maybe, Maybe he'll he be won't. compelled. I don't know. He might not have even decided yet. Fair enough. All right, Yelbert. Okay. Let's get those lucky dice in here. Here goes. All right. So how, how is this game gonna gonna uh, work, Mister? They're both gonna be rolling uh, their dice. Okay. Damn these things. <laughs> oh wow. All right. So. All right. So Critical fail. Oh my God. Okay, so what? So what does this mean for us then? Yeah, let's add a, a grunt and says, "Fine, continue onwards of everything." Then you are you are at least in this instance a man of your word. I do hope that when we meet again, again we will not have to come to blows, good sir. And uh, this too, he hands you a a a glowing red syringe. I. Do not know what to do with this. We we did not play for the item, sir. He shrugs. You don't need it. I don't imagine you'll survive otherwise. Not for long, anyway. Uh, I I kind of want to shepherd everybody away while keeping my eyes on Aragorn and his men. Uh, and I stop Anthony for a second and hand the syringe to him and and ask him if he knows what it is as we walk away. If he can, if he has any idea. Or actually, is it? There's a. It's magical, right? And I can feel the magic, right? That's right. Okay, so let me let me make an Arcana check here. Let's see if I can figure out what it is. Are you? F- oh my god! Crit oh. <sighs> fail. Feels good. Are you kidding me? God. Okay, I am. I'm throwing these dice away. I. I. This. The, there's no saving these. <laughs> is that the computer? Or? Yes, it is the computer. I am throwing this whole thing away. I'm throwing this large. Editing rig away. I imagine it's a, a healing potion of sorts, though to be injected in the bloodstream. Very well. Well, if that's what you believe, then I will take your word for it. Let's continue. Ah, that's a that's a crit fail, guys. Yeah. A, a nat one with my plus two. Come on, man. Ah, okay, right. Did you say your prayers this morning? I obviously didn't. I did not pray sufficiently to the dice god. I did not offer my my sacrifices, and unfortunately, I am being raked over the coals for it. So you've doomed us all. 
So, yeah. so Doctor Tony, about that whole death death thing. Um, it, I it, don't it think was, I'll it was you. a suggestion, and I did after all save us with with my dice. So yeah, it's it's let's just call it water under the bridge. He doesn't. He doesn't say anything either, and Engine he just keeps on walking. <laughs> Something tells oh. me you shouldn't get on the healer's oh. bad side. So now True. I roll a sixteen. Okay, so there's a sixteen for me. I was going to say, let's take that. The dice are like, oh, you wanted me to roll higher. Gotcha. Man, I'm not having this. This is not a good session one for me, guys. As you guys are, are traveling along, a uh, a bolt of lightning strikes the road in front of you, uh, breaking cobblestones. Uh, along with a immediate downpour begins. God damn it. This is rain, I swear. <sighs> I put my I put my my hood and stuff and wrap my cloak back around me and go Well, if it must, it must. Unfortunate. <laughs> Indeed. It's a good day for ducks. <laughs> yes, definitely a good day for the ducks. Um okay. Uh somebody else take over rolls for me, please. Yeah, no kidding. Whoops, sorry, I rolled the wrong guy. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> everyone that's not, a, not fully protected make a con save. Oh. Right. Uh, 20, a 3, and... Oh my two. god, a 3? And a two. <laughs> uh, you two will make, uh, or take, rather, uh, three stress. All right, Jake, did you give me your die? Because... Uh, I, I I don't think I did, but I may have. I don't know. Probably. Maybe. As Shut the up. fog rolls closer in, you guys pass by a, uh, a faded sign that reads, Old Svalic Road. Old Svalic Road. Um, and it's just it's just an old street, like an old street sign, right? Yes. Does it does it have any other points, like it pointing to locations, or is it just nope telling you what road it is? Just telling you what the road is. Okay. That's a road. Already. Very good. Do, we, do you want me to look at my map and see if I can figure anything out? Yeah, yeah. T- just take a look at your map and see if there's like if it shows any like markers or anything, just like how far away we are from where we need to go. I rolled an eighteen. Yeah, you see, there's a village not too far away. Okay. There's just a village up ahead, so. Just a village up ahead. All right, so let's continue, shall we? So, um, what I, I so this this is like an old cobblestone path, and it's now under a torrential downpour. Yes. Okay. And as we move again, can everyone make a, a con save? Ugh. Who is protected? Three. I mean, a, I mean a six. Another net twenty. Oh, we have Natural to make another 20? con save. Yeah, yeah, make a con save. Con save. Yelbert and Yoren will take four stress. Oh my god. And did, uh, is, is Frida free then? Oh yeah, she rolled a uh, 20. You rolled that 20 there, yeah. yeah. Um, does that protect me for the next save? <laughs> no. Protect <laughs> you for the next save. Yeah, I do one every time. Darn it. 
Well, well, the good thing is, is that like if you if you get up to the certain stress thing, like y you, it's not permanent yet. All right. So like eighteen for me. Oh, that's wrong. Seventeen for six. me. Uh, so Frida and Yerlin will take three stress, and Yelvert will take six. Oh my. Uh, you guys uh, see uh, the f the fog has become uh, very very thick indeed, but uh, just about. 50 feet up ahead, you see some uh, low stone walls. About uh, I'm eight going, feet. I'm going to light. I'm going to light the torch uh, again as well, just so that way we have uh, light around us. Okay. Um, so there's okay. just there's just a, there's just like a small uh, uh, small wall around it. Yes. Okay. I'm just eyeing those walls, wanting to climb them. I'm just like. <laughs> Just itching to climb things. Go ahead, climb it. It, I, it doesn't look like it's very tall anyway. Yeah, and I'm gonna continue. We'll continue on. But go ahead. Let, 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 let's see him make an acrobatics check. Oh, oh my yeah, god, oh, the climbing is amazing. You climb over the walls, and you <laughs> see uh, that this is a sort of uh, manor here. Uh, inside is a uh, a four-story house, uh, along with a kind of. Uh, Fallen apart servants' quarters and a fallen apart stables that is inside this uh, low stone wall. Um, I, I so you're the Are you okay? No, could it be better? It was basically like walking up that wall. Very well. Um, what do you see? Well, I see like uh, a bunch of buildings. Uh, oh, I see one building. I see a through a window. It looks like a. A golden lamp and maybe a jewelry chest. Hmm. We should definitely check it out. Listen. Do I, do I actually see I any of that? Like, actually, this mansion might have okay. any of that. Uh, make, a, make a perception check. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Let me. I, I'm actually only looking for stuff of value. So <laughs> I kind of ignore all like the broken down stuff. I can't honestly tell you if there's uh, anything else. The you don't really see anything through the windows. Uh, it's a four-story house. I might have a picture. <laughs> I figure it would be the mansion that I'd like to see. It's a four-story house. Uh, very, very pristine-looking, whitewashed, uh, made of stone. Whitewashed and made of stone. Very nice. Uh, uh outside are, uh, huddled against the, the door itself are two sad-looking children. Two sad-looking children? Are they wearing like uh, rich, kid, like sad kid clothing or poor sad kid clothing? Like uh, <laughs> rich, sad well, kid clothing. wealthy, okay. very wealthy clothes for children. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're kind of like trying to stay out of the rain, but still getting whipped with rain. Okay. Uh, it's it's a big house. I I, I think we should head in. It looks it looks inviting. Maybe some shelter from the rain. Yes. Very, well, uh, it's very possible, but I don't know. Um, uh, as you guys are it, passing by, you see that there's actually just like a gate that's open to get into the walls. <laughs> uh, <laughs> should we check on the children? How, how are you two feeling? Yerlin and Nilbert? Kind of stressed, not going to lie. Kind of stressed. Water. A little water. Waterlogged. I've definitely had worse. 
right. Um, should we check on the children? I, I feel like we probably should. I feel like it would be God's will. Yeah. We shouldn't leave, leave those in need. No, we shouldn't. Very well. Let's go check on the children. All right. Yeah. Uh, as you guys approach, uh, they all look pretty scared, and they, uh, uh, it's a young, uh, a young girl, perhaps 11, and an even younger boy, perhaps 7. Uh, she, uh, clutches the boy to her, and, uh, lets out a, a long sniff. They both shake in the cold and wet. Yo, children. How fare you? Obviously not well. <laughs> uh, the boy starts crying when you say something. Oh no, um, I want to try to comfort the children. Uh, sure. Uh, they kind of pull back <laughs> as, as you approach. Yeah, I, I kind of want to kneel down and just kind of let them know that everything's alright. You're right. already tiny. We're, that we're here to help. I know, I'm already But you're like their size, right? I guess they're human children. Yeah, yeah. kind of. I mean... They're like 11. They're, they're smaller. Yeah, because I'm, you know, halfling, so. Um, but I can still kneel, because that, that'll show them I'm not, like, ready to attack, you know. So I'm going to go up and and just kind of um, say, hey, we're, we're here to help. What, what's wrong? The the girl kind of shushes the boy and says, there's, there's a monster in our house. A monster, you say? What type of monster? It's very loud, but our baby brother's in the in the attic. Where are your parents? They went to stop the monster, but I don't know where they went. Um, can I make an arcana check uh, on like the house or just the area around it if it's something magical? It doesn't seem very magical. It's very magical. Can I do a divine sense? Yes. All right. What do I sense? Uh, divine sense that works in 60 feet, correct? I believe so. Uh, there are two undead in front of you. Directly? Yes. Oh! oh. <laughs> I'm gonna back away from the children. <laughs> um, and, um... I guess just kind of, kind of indicate to the party, um, these two are undead. It's gonna be a little weird, but uh, yeah, the children—they're—they're they're undead. They're bad. Um. Um. I wouldn't say they're necessarily bad, but I do not want to be around undead. Undead is not good. Uh, can I? I don't know what. Um, I was going to say, would their motivations can't be good. They're probably trying to lure us, right? So Yeah, they're trying to lure us in. You, you, you know, we, we left our monster killer actually on the other side of this wall. Um, could, do you mind if we go get it? Uh, the two kids don't really say anything. They just... Oh, okay, well, um, be, be, be right back. So, should, should, should um, we leave or should we just go around? Uh, yeah, let's, let, I, let's leave. 
Well, it seems that we are going to be facing creatures that, uh, well, are not of our normal, uh, normal make. As you guys are uh, attempting to leave the walls, the thaw, the fog seemed to have thickly packed itself against the gates and it seemed to have made a box against the walls themselves. Wait, uh, of course it did. quick question. You said fog, right? Yes. Can't I like use destroy water on the fog? Ooh. You could, you could try it, yeah. Alright, let's try it. That was the, one of the spells I did prepare today. Yeah. Uh, as you uh, cast Destroy Water on some of the fog, uh, you can see, like, ghostly skulls uh, that uh, kind of, like, evaporate out of the fog and almost, like, gas uh, as it does so. But more fog pours into the spot that you cleared out. Sick. So it's some kind of, like, death fog. Some well, good old death fog. Fog is boxing us in, so... Well, I guess we gotta figure this out. All right. Uh, very well. So these are undead children. And, uh, I don't think I have anything quite for undead here. Hang on, I gotta check. I gotta check my sheet. Um, I, well, I suppose gonna... holy water. I suppose, suppose holy water doesn't do anything to undead, does it? Or does it turn them? No. See, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how much. You don't know. Of, you don't know how much you don't know. Yeah, exactly. It's like I, I don't know how much I'm supposed to know, and how you much can I can try it. Preview experience. My well, my rules for undead and creatures are a little bit different, anyway. So. Yeah, that's fair. You just don't know. Uh, what what little you do know might just be superstition. Yeah, exactly. That's right. that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking here. Well, I don't uh, really want to kill them either. Well, I mean, why? they're often they're dead. No, re-kill them. Mm. So we don't get any uh, we don't get any other sort of feeling about them. They're just. Uh, they're just undead, that's it. Well, uh, one of you sensed it anyway. What, what do you mean? Well, you sensed it with your divine sense. The other people don't really like, feel like they're undead. Oh, right. so they, they're like, nah, they're kind of kids, but. Like, we believe her, but like, yeah. there's no like physical sense that we, we would feel otherwise. They don't look like they're rotting or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there must be like some sort of glamour or something where they're where they're projecting I, mm, appearance. Make a investigation check. Okay. Thirteen. They seem thick enough, or they don't really have a magical glamour about them either. They seem thick enough. What I what I was what I kind of thought you were getting at is like you thought it was like an illusion, basically. Oh yes, yes, okay. They don't like seem uh, like projections or anything. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. 
I think we still might have to go in there. I believe... Oh, I okay, so I can. Okay. Um... Uh, well, I'm going to pull pull the pull the party off to the side and go. Um, I believe they are vampires. There are they are of substance. They do not react to. They do not seem like they are uh, of any kind of spirit. And you said that they are undead. Well, they're not rotting or decaying, so they're probably not ghouls nor uh, zombies. So I'm going uh, to say that that is the sort of undead that we are going to be dealing with. Could we check in that, like, could we prick one of our fingers and see if they react to blood? That would not be advisable. Uh, yeah, that's probably very true. a little bit of holy water on them? Well, I suppose you could. If you would like to, uh, I mean, the, I have an idea. Okay. I was like, the Bible is very clear on what I must do in these instances, but you know, I have, I don't know how much of that is superstition or not. I've heard vampires are very fast. If I, if, if I could buy an arrow at them and they can dodge it, it might be a vampire. I, 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 I'm going to say, let's not do that just yet. (laughs) Um, how about this? Um, okay, I'm gonna take one of my silk ropes, okay? And I am going to, um, I'm going to tie, uh, tie a couple knots in it. And then I am going to, um, toss it at the children. Okay. Uh, they both seem pretty scared when you throw the, the rope at them. Uh, and the rope passes through the both of them. Aha! So they are actually they they must be some kind of spirit then. Well, and both of them I seem mean, very confused that the rope passed through them, uh, and they uh, kind of try to grab at it. The both of them, and they look at each other, perplexed. Oh my goodness! They don't know that they're dead. They don't know that they're dead. Oh, don't or- tell them. Well, honestly, I don't know what good it would do not to tell them. Wouldn't you want to know? Yeah. Well, I suppose maybe perhaps we shouldn't at this moment. Children, I'm, how long have you been outside? I, it's it's only been a bit, like a minute. The the girl says, uh, looking kind of glassy eyed. Uh, do you have detect good and evil? Not prepared. Mm. Uh, yeah, let's well, I mean, just The paladin doesn't have it either. Mm, no. I think that just uh, tells you if there's stuff nearby. Oh, I didn't know if it would tell us if it wouldn't worry. I don't usually use alignments, so it probably wouldn't make sense. Oh, okay, fair enough. Uh, okay. Um, so you've been out here for just a minute. What was the last thing you remember? Well, we... I don't think we were out here. We were up there. But we're, we're here. Now, um, I know this may seem scary, but I... Please, tell me everything that you know. What was the last thing that you remember? 
But I... I, I, I think he just I, did. I just... There's a monster in there. I just... And Walter's up there. What type of monster? I don't know. The Mom and Dad, they, they said they would go stop it. And what do they tell you to do? To stay in the room up there, but we're here. Hmm. Can we, like, walk around the manor? Or is there, like... I just go up to the door and see if it's unlocked. Oh, God. Uh, so, uh, there's a front gate, and uh, as you pull on it, uh, the rusty hinges break off and fall down. Oh, there you go. It's unlocked. <laughs> I believe that this... They may have been dead and outside here for much longer than they believe. Even more so than just a few minutes. Even more so than a couple hours. I believe it's been quite some time, especially if these hinges have had time to rust. Um, okay. I was hoping to get a look at the ground, see if I can see anything on the ground. That you, take, might... you take a look around the building, and there's not really anything on the ground itself. Uh, there's a number of windows around the building, along with a balcony around the back, about three stories up. In the room that they said they were supposed to be, is there any, like, broken windows or anything? Uh, you don't know what building, or which, which room they said they were supposed to be. Uh, the attic does have several windows, but all the windows don't look broken. Everything looks... Okay. Uh, pristine, really. Hmm. Well, I suppose we should venture inside. There's not really any other place for us to go. We have... So basically, there's this house. There's a bunch of... Uh, there's ghosts out in front of it, and we don't know exactly where any of this stuff is, right? Or anything else that's around it. That's right. Just that we can't get there. Okay. Um... Okay. Alright, I, I will defer to the party. Whatever you guys want to do. I mean, obviously there seems to be no other way but in. So... We should probably head in. Yeah. Is there any preparations that any, anyone wants to make beforehand? Um, uh, well, I can I, pee. <laughs> uh, I I don't have anything to to uh, do the chil uh, do anything with the children or do anything else else like that. Um, but I would assume still that they're they're not quite you know, good. Or not good, not quite, um... being totally up and up with us. I, I don't they think they're... Children. I just don't think they carry the way either. I think just in the uh, circular, like, life cycle, basically, of just like, I oh, they, they killed us. You know, and like, so, where, where am I, you know? Like, oh, they killed what? us, where am I? Oh, they killed us, where am I, you know? What is your... What are your names? The boys says. I'm Thorn. And the, Thorn? the girl says, Rose. And your That's brother's cute. name? No, I, the, the girl said Rose, the boy said Thorn. No, I said no, and your brother's name? Is Thorn. Thorn. 
no, 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 the younger one. Oh, Walter. Walter. Your parents? I, mom and dad are. Uh, uh, she kind of gets a, or for flex look. I can't remember. You can't remember. Just wondering if they, parents truly existed at this point. Um. So let's see here. Um. I said that they said that there was a monster in the house. The brother is upstairs. The parents went to stop the monster. They are dead. I tossed the rope at them and obviously went right through them and they were kind of perplexed. Um, let's see. Would you... Hmm. I'm just... I don't think it's that easy. I don't think it's as easy as their ghosts. I don't think it's that simple. Can I make a perception check? For I Are they major illusions? How would you tell? Well, don't ghosts still have some substance? Some. And and wouldn't wouldn't they be able to at least manipulate the uh the area around them and also wouldn't a ghost know? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm adding too much to the lore, but I'm thinking: wouldn't ghosts know about their like death? You simply don't know. Uh, Let's just go in. I think we should just go. I mean, yeah, you know, can, we should just can, go. Can the I, sorcerer is having an epiphany. I'm just saying. Can I? Can I? Would I be able to roll for that, or is that, or is that? Can I not justify that? Uh, so what are you trying to figure out? That's so, how the afterlife works. So, so <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, yes. But uh, so what I'm trying to what? Okay, so why why am I along this line of thinking? Let me let me take you down it here real quick. So, so uh, after we got the what was it? You you said uh, divine divine sense, right? And we found out that they were undead. Yep. Okay. So, uh, I immediately thought, okay, vampires, uh, because, I mean, we're, we're in an area, there's a dark curse. Um, I mean, I would assume that there is that kind of lore in my brain. Um, but I was, I was thinking along that lines. And then when I, then when I, tied together some knots and whatever to try and get them to, you know, off of what the superstition about, like, they have to untie knots. They can't, they can't not untie knots. Uh, and when they, and then when it passed through them, I expected at least if they were ghosts that they would have some kind of substance, right? Um, so at first I thought they were ghosts. Um, and then the only other thing that I could think of that they would be besides ghosts because ghosts, I would think, are what? They're uh, like, I guess, uh, the a departed soul, a uh, like a just like a uh, an image, basically, of manifestation of a departed soul, kind of. And if they would still have some substance, they would still have um, uh, they would still have some memory of when they died. 
Um, and so I'm thinking also because they don't remember who their parents were. Um, well, it depends and, on the type of ghost, right? I mean, I guess I guess that's true. I guess, it, I mean, I, at this point, I, I maybe we're just like, uh, you know, discerning the differences between like a, a ghost, a phantom, a shade, and a, you know, uh, an apparition or whatever. Uh, and I, I don't know if that's a, a, an argument for this time, but uh, the only other thing I can think of that's non-magical or that's, I mean, that's, that is non-ethereal is if they were an illusion. So, uh, I mean, if they're a greater illusion, and, and also I know that if they're a greater illusion or something like that, I would have to, um, I wouldn't be able to see that just based off of uh, what I know, and they would be able to talk. Um, again, this this I'll leave that up to your call, uh, uh, Master. I I I don't want to, I don't want to over overstep or do anything like that. I'm just that's what I'm thinking. I'll let you and think if, as you wish. Okay, and <laughs> well, will, will I? Will I mean? Will will I, will you allow the perception check? Uh, I don't think you would be able to find anything from it. Okay, great. That's fine. Okay, we'll go on. That's fine. I just wanted to, just wanted to see if that's what uh, what was going on. So, okay, yeah, uh, let's go. Right. Sorry, 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 sorry to derail everything there, guys. I just wanted to make sure that we were. Uh, uh, that I was covering my bases. Let's go inside. So. Okay, uh, Jake did say that we might want to call. Uh, oh, yes. Plus, everyone's going to be leveling up right here. Oh, very well. All right. So as we step into, step across the threshold of this uh, four, you say four story? That's right. Manor. This four story manor, uh, what happens? Uh, for now, uh, you just open up the great mahogany doors that lead inside. And I think that's where we will end our session today, guys. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, what do you guys think so far? I mean, I, 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 I've got a feeling we have to be on our toes, like, all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah. I'm just always ready to die, I think. <laughs> We've made peace with it. <laughs> I'm trying not to get attached. <laughs> just, oh, wow, that's, that is... How cynical of you. Well, as no, it's it's just realist, right? As as we were creating our characters, um, Austin told us, don't get attached. <laughs> <laughs> so I think well, that, I, well I, I, I still think that that is a, you know, a very uh, th th that's a very backwards way of thinking. The way I see it is you should get attached to your characters because that way you have some kind of like you know, uh, investment in them, you know? Uh, people, yeah. like, people, people made characters they didn't want to get invested in, played with them for like 12 sessions, got really invested in them anyways. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, I mean, that, I, you know, that's the thing. At least it's a warning to be like, hey, this might not be, you know, like don't put too much heart into it because it's going to hurt more. But obviously we did put in thought and um, backstory and everything into our characters, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that would be something we would. Uh, I mean, it's kind of inevitable. I mean, we we personify something just as humans. We do that, but that's a, a whole other philosophical question. How do you feeling, Mav? Oh, I think or my, my my work's always just the best, you know. <laughs> yeah, of course. Absolutely. 
very, very, very airtight, uh, very, uh, very well thought out. But uh, how, how, if you were to gauge, if you were to gauge us as a party at this uh, juncture, how would you, uh, how would you feel we're doing? It's one of the better ones, honestly. Really? I don't think you guys will die. Well, <laughs> maybe later. I say, oh, at least, at least not. For that. <laughs> But this, at the, at the current this point. is a very strong party. Uh, yeah, hold my beer. I, hold, <laughs> yeah, hold my beer. I've well, had uh, some pretty pretty uh, rough ones. But this one. Well, I mean, I, I guess we we did we did do the uh, we did do the role like we did a uh, what what what's what's this uh, called? It's not standard array. It's um, I guess it's just it's we we did the roll the d sixes or not d sixes we rolled the d twenties right no d yeah. sixes I suppose I suppose a lot of other parties have had or have no have no want for their life or limb like Inko uh, or Banana who are much more willing to throw or throw out cards until they die yo yes yes uh, that's that is a reference to another uh, game that we are playing uh, two of these people are just hell bent on using the deck of many things to its uh, can it run out of cards. <laughs> Uh, not mine. Ah, uh, there you go. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead and tell the story. Uh, I mean, just saying. Uh, they're just this party's pretty safe. I don't know what to say other than that. <laughs> we're not. We're not. <laughs> well, I mean, that doesn't have the way of saying we're boring. I, I have a wisdom of eight, so my character isn't going to make the best and wisest decision. It is going to be driven by his. Um, his greed, um, but I'm going to be well, doing it from the back lines and making my good old paladin and cleric uh, take the brunt of it if needed. That's right. Well, let me, well let, let's let, let's just say Yelbert. All he's done this entire time is steal from dead bodies, uh, st- take take money off of the off of the bar, just out just in full view of everybody. He, he's he's having a great time. He's he's really collecting a lot. He's He's improving his stash. That's one of his main objectives to really have a, something to kind of settle back on. So he's he's happy like, with that. You're you're just the classical rogue, then. Is that is that, is that all it is? Uh, you know, he, he grew up poor. He needs some money. He's he never had really a chance to do it, and he's never really had the freedom to go out and, and steal for himself. So he's just kind of seeing every kind of coin he can and grabbing it while he can. Well, he may not have freedom for much longer. That's for sure. <laughs> we'll right. see. But well, I, I, I'm I guess- not sure if we have it right now. Yeah, no, we definitely don't. We definitely <laughs> don't. Um, I, I'm assuming that every time a door or grate closes behind us, that's it. Like we're done. Like that's that's like, well, there's a point of no return right there. <laughs> I really, I really wish I'd known that I'd have popped a quick save before I jumped in, but you know. A quick save. A quick save. <laughs> Just F6, 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 F6. Like, wait, was that an option? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what what yeah, what what's your rule on save states there, Austin? Uh, it's always saved, so like you can't reload. <laughs> oh, so so it's just it's so whatever whatever the save state is, it's always saved right before the bad thing happens. That's right. I see. I see. So we right. need, we it we, is we, inevitable. It's inevitable. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you think for our uh, our first session, guys? You feeling good? Yeah, I've got a feel. I've got a feeling this is gonna get a lot uh, a lot more bloody, a lot more mind fuckery and just you know a solid this this is going to be a different kind of campaign than i think any of us have played but uh you know it's it's running like a well-oiled machine so 
All right. Well, hey, thank you all so much for uh, tuning in and listening to uh, this episode of uh, Dice or Consequences. I've been Jake Geedy, of course, along with uh, Savannah Baldwin, uh, Eric Hamilton, Kirstie Hamilton, and of course, our humble dungeon master, uh, Austin Woodyard. Say bye, everybody. Have a good night. Bye. bye. Take care. We'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dice and Consequences. Our intro and outro song is Firestone by Seth Baldwin. Attributions for sound effects can be found in the description. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on all of our social medias. Be sure to like and comment and share our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to enjoy your podcasts. Thank you all so much for tuning in to this episode of Dice and Consequences. We'll see you next time. And remember, made the dice ever in your favor.